Duly Noted, a health and care podcast, is the official podcast series of Duly Health and Care. Each podcast features physicians or team members discussing groundbreaking topics and innovations that help listeners reimagine and better understand an extraordinary health and care experience. Gosh, it is so confusing and stressful sometimes to be a person with a menstrual cycle. What's normal? What's not normal? And when should I see a doctor if something feels off? Well, today we are joined by Dr. Maliha Sela. She is an obstetrician and gynecologist and is here to help answer all of our menstrual cycle questions. Well, doctor, thank you so much for being here today. My first question to start off this episode, when is a menstrual cycle considered normal? And how does the length of a menstrual cycle vary among individuals? I guess what I'm getting at is what is considered kind of a normal range for the duration of a menstrual cycle? So a menstrual cycle is defined as the time from the first day of bleeding in one period to the first day of bleeding for the next period. So a normal menstrual cycle can average anywhere from 21 to 35 days. So anywhere in that range can be normal. Also, the amount of bleeding that an individual has can vary from person to person, but generally it ranges anywhere between three to seven days. So on that note, when is a menstrual cycle then considered abnormal? And what are some common causes of abnormal cycles? When should someone then seek out medical advice when they're seeing some of those irregularities? So abnormal menstrual cycles are then anything really outside of those ranges mentioned before. So this could mean bleeding or spotting in between periods or having regular but very heavy periods. So heavy bleeding we often define as soaking through greater than one pad or tampon in an hour or bleeding that lasts more than seven days at a time. Also, if your menstrual cycle length is longer than that 35-day average or shorter than the 21 days, that could also be considered abnormal. Even though there's that range of variation between normal, if an individual person has a cycle that seems very irregular, like it varies by more than seven to nine days month to month, so like one month it's 21 days and the next month it's 35 days, Even though that's within the normal range, that can be considered abnormal just because of that large variance in the cycle length. So if you're experiencing any of these cycle irregularities, it's certainly beneficial to see a gynecologist to talk about any testing or treatment options that are available. Great. So let's keep focusing on abnormal periods. What are some of the common causes of those abnormalities? There's lots of causes of abnormal periods. Typically, we broadly categorize the causes into structural causes and non-structural causes that lead to abnormal bleeding. Now, we can't really go through all of these in great detail, but kind of broadly speaking, some of the non-structural causes can include bleeding disorders, for example, like von Willebrand disease, It could also include irregular ovulation or abnormalities within the endometrial lining. It could also include medication effects. For example, if someone is on a hormonal contraceptive, that can also affect periods and menstrual cycles. Structural causes, on the other hand, are specific changes in the uterus itself that can lead to abnormal bleeding. 
These changes could include fibroids or polyps that are within the cavity of the uterus, or even cancerous changes or precancerous changes of the uterus. If you have abnormal bleeding, your gynecologist would obtain a detailed history of your bleeding pattern, your age, your medical history, and based on all of that, they'll help guide any necessary testing that might be needed in order to diagnose what the underlying cause of the abnormal bleeding is. Well, what are some treatment options for abnormal menstrual cycles then? So the treatments are really tailored to what the cause of the abnormal bleeding is, and it's really individualized to, you know, a person's personal goals and preferences. If we're talking about irregular ovulation, sometimes that can be managed with hormonal contraceptives like a birth control pill, the depot injection, a Nexplanon, or even a hormonal IUD. There's also some non-hormonal medication options that can be used to treat periods that are regular but heavy. That can include a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medication like ibuprofen or Motrin or Lysteta, which is a medication that can be taken during your period to decrease how heavy the cycles are. If there's a structural cause of abnormal bleeding, like a polyp or a fibroid that's in the cavity of the uterus, we could also consider a surgical procedure called a hysteroscopy, where we put a camera inside the uterus to see what the structural issue is, and we can actually remove that. Some patients may also be a candidate for an endometrial ablation, which is a surgical procedure that can cauterize the lining of the uterus to decrease bleeding. And some patients may need more invasive treatment options, for example, a uterine artery embolization or even a hysterectomy. Ultimately, all of these decisions are made after a thorough evaluation for the cause of abnormal bleeding and in addition, taking into account a patient's personal goals and preferences for what their treatment options are and what they want their bleeding to look like at the end. Gotcha. Well, what about those sudden changes in your period? Are there any of those that should be evaluated? Yeah. So if you have any sudden heavy bleeding where you're soaking through like two pads or tampons in an hour and that's going on for more than a couple hours, or if you experience any symptoms of lightheadedness, dizziness, chest pain, or shortness of breath, that could be a sign of severe dangerous anemia. If that's the case, I would suggest calling a gynecologist right away or even seeking emergency medical treatment. It should also be noted that any bleeding after menopause, even if it's a very small amount, is considered abnormal and also should be evaluated by a gynecologist. I'd love to ask now, what are the different colors of menstrual blood that a person might experience during their period? And do these colors indicate anything about that menstrual health? Typically, the color of blood isn't as important a diagnostic factor and doesn't necessarily correlate to any specific medical conditions. It's really more the regularity of menstrual cycles and the amount of bleeding that you have during a menstrual period that's far more important in determining overall menstrual health. That being said, it's not unusual for there to be fluctuations in the color of menstrual blood anywhere from pink to bright red to dark brown, and that can fluctuate based on where you are in your cycle as well. 
and it can fluctuate cycle to cycle. So all of those variances can be normal. All right. Well, wrapping up here, doctor, are there any specific lifestyle factors or habits that can help regulate and maintain a healthy menstrual cycle? And what steps can individuals take to better understand and track their menstrual health overall? Now, unfortunately, a lot of gynecologic conditions that cause abnormal bleeding really can't be controlled or prevented with lifestyle interventions alone. But we do have some good data to suggest that maintaining a healthy weight can help decrease the risk of ovulatory disorders. For your gynecologist, we consider your menstrual cycle as an important vital sign in evaluating your overall reproductive health. So I do strongly encourage people who menstruate to track their cycles, whether it's on just a simple calendar or using an app. You can track the first day of bleeding and the last day of bleeding, and even what the bleeding pattern is like on those days. It's really helpful to have this information available for your routine annual gynecologic exam, or if you're coming in to talk about abnormal bleeding or menstrual concerns. Great. Well, doctor, is there anything we didn't touch on when it comes to just staying on top of our menstrual cycle that you wanted to add? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, it's a really important issue that gynecologists deal with. So we are always happy to see our patients for any menstrual concerns they have. And, you know, we're happy to help make your periods a little bit more tolerable and better for you. Well, we love to hear that. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And thank you for listening. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And be sure to check out our full podcast library on your favorite podcast app or dulyhealthandcare.com. That's dulyhealthandcare.com. This is Duly Noted, a podcast from Dooley Health and Care.